Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we are back to just a regular old episode. No, I know. It's not a regular old episode. (laughs) (laughs) What is regular with us, right? (laughs) All tangents, all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. But today mm-hmm. we'll have three different stories to tell, won't we? Won't we? Since yes. we're talking about the Rashomon effect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, my point of view is true. No, her point mm-hmm. of view is true. No, hers is. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're all true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should like post the video of this one so people will know what really happened. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then we can get another way. point of view. <laughs> No, I think everyone should just make up their own minds and wherever the truth lies, it lies. It's like when I create art, I like to hear what other people think, you know, how other people interpret it. Sometimes they're outright wrong, but it's rare. It's very rare. How can they be wrong if if that's their interpretation, opinion? I wish that I could come up with an example right now, but there have been a couple of times when what they think I was feeling is just wrong. It's like, I know what I was feeling. I know what I was trying to get across and other interpretations within that realm are awesome. But if someone says you were clearly feeling this and it's obvious that you wanted to get this across to the viewer. Like, no, no, not at all. I I was not feeling that. And the way that 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 person is presenting that opinion, you know, that's not not how you do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's the poor presentation. You should say, I feel, or I think, or yes. what it evokes in you. Like mm-hmm. I, when, when I look at art, I, I think of how it makes me feel. I don't try to, you know, discover what the artist was feeling. That's mm-hmm. a whole different other ball game, especially if it was hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love to know what the artist was feeling, thinking, and what they yeah. would ideally they like down. me to feel. Yes. Yeah. But yes, I care more about people's interpretation you know, how they feel while looking at my art. And and Mm -hmm. if they can guess what I was thinking or feeling, then fine. But I don't tell them unless they flat out ask. I'm more interested in how they feel while looking at it. And part of Mm -hmm. my intention is to move them more closely to my emotions. Mm -hmm. But if they don't, okay, they're having their own. As long as they feel something. I just want there, them to right. feel something, right. not indifference. Yeah. So you just want to make them feel some kind of emotion and not just stand there staring at it like a robot. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, let me put these words in your mouth that I realized right. now that I just <laughs> right. said it like that. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But no, you're right. You were interpreting what I was saying and you were uh, uh, reflecting it back to me. No, that's totally fine. Okay. What you just said. Yeah, the way you said it was perfect. Okay. Yep, exactly. And so where's the truth in, I won't speak for all artists, but where's the truth in my art? It is individual. There's the truth in what I created and my intention, but there's also truth 
in how the viewer feels and their interpretation. But again, people can be wrong if they're telling me how I felt. And if they're telling me what my intention was or is, they're not wrong in how they feel. That's never wrong. Yeah, Callie, you just took me back to undergrad and like some of those classes we were like read the different poems okay well what do you think the poet was feeling what was he trying to get across um have you guys heard some of the reactions um from people who are watching the tragedy of Macbeth uh, like no. it, it's in Shakespearean you know it's in right. old not old English they're not speaking old English but you know you know what Shakespearean language sounds yep. like I mm-hmm. took so many Shakespearean classes I'm um, like I'm ready for it I can't wait to see this movie but people are like well they're reading spark notes to go along with it to see what they're saying I, like I once took a semester. Uh, it, it was called Hamlet line by line. We dissected the hell out of Hamlet. So oh, yeah, it was. Wow. We saw so many different versions of different movies. So like oh. I, I got it. I, I'm good. But other people are so, like, no, I have no interest, and I can't wait. Oh, um, oh, me too. Well, you must be yeah. enjoying uh, Station Eleven, where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, when they do the play Hamlet. I haven't started it yet. Yeah, <gasps> you guys are gonna tell okay. me. I've been Sorry. so busy. Spoiler what alert. <laughs> Good. It's not I a spoiler. Started. That's part. Yeah. 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 Okay. That, that's a, that's a tease for me. Hey, they're okay. doing this. Go watch it. <laughs> okay. so, yeah. No, I've been so busy with so many other things. And I was telling Kelly earlier that I came back from my vacation at work and I ended up working overtime yesterday mm-hmm. to catch up on stuff I missed. Oh, so I needed, I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But Shakespeare is, I think a lot harder to understand by reading than it is by watching a good performance. Oh, like, because you have a that good, extra body language yeah, and the, all of that. And the emoting mm-hmm. and yeah, because when they're performing it well, mm-hmm. they aren't reading, they're not speaking it line by line. Yeah. They're, they're saying it. It's, it's yeah. just language it's just the form of communication when we read it we're reading it in the iambic pentameter and that's tough we're reading it as a series of poems and that's mm-hmm. really hard for most people yeah but a good performance it's speech mm-hmm. and like you said susan with the body language and with the correct intonation and they're acting it out Mm-hmm. then it all makes sense. Even if you don't get every single word, it's in context. Mm-hmm. So I think that Macbeth is going to be, tragedy yeah. of Macbeth is just going to be fabulous. So Great. like there's some, um, that's how you know that like the movie, the performance or whatever is working. Um, you can like watch it on mute or if it's something in another language, you can yes. watch it you know, without subtitles or whatever, yeah. and you still can follow the story, then, yeah. you know, they did a good job with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first time I ever saw a train in Busan, I, I didn't have subtitles. I was just watching it. And like, I, I love that movie immediately. Yeah. And you, you've seen it before. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever they're saying, run, you know, <laughs> run, or I love mm-hmm. you, or like the the emotion, the acting they did carried that entire movie. It could have been a silent Charlie Chaplin film, and I would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine a Charlie Chaplin zombie film. <laughs> oh I kind of want one now. That I've yeah, <laughs> I know. Especially, 
especially if he's doing the little tramp and trying to get mm-hmm. away like that. I mean, he's got his cane yes. as a weapon. Yeah. So, and then like, you know, how would Hitler handle the zombie oh, apocalypse? God. Well, I don't think we want to go there. No. <laughs> we know what he would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll skip that. He, he'd either get eaten or he could fix the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. We'll Make leave it that Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's it's been a while since we've uh gathered and talked about uh the other things that we've watched so why don't we start with that um kelly uh it's been what a couple of weeks yeah um so nothing except for the yeah station 11 dexter new blood you know just keeping up with weekly episodes and I was on an airplane and I watched the big short. Oh, oh. I, I did watch uh, black and missing. That was outstanding. Oh, yeah. 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 That's it. I watched the big short because I was just so happy with don't look up and Adam McKay did both of those. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. wanted something mm-hmm. else of his and it was on the plane. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Court. I watch so many things. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to try to just keep it relevant. I did watch a couple of things that I thought was relevant to the subject. So I'll bring that up. I'll bring those up later. Like one specifically, you're laughing at me right now. You know what I'm going to bring up. Well, no, I'm laughing because you're saying you're going to keep it relevant. But like, we're the queens of tangent. We are. I look at my list. I have a whole, look at my stuff. All my notes, all over the place. All right. The highlights. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not organized. It's not organized at all. Um, but so, so New Year's, we, you and I, we talked, you know, I had to watch uh, Ghostbusters because, um, you know, it ends on New Year's Eve, like they defeat the monster in a new year. So I, I greeted the year with that. And of course, uh, we know Betty White passed away that day as well. So I ended up watching a bunch of Golden Girl episodes, um, like throughout the night after midnight. And um I actually ended up watching the season one episode that tells you how the girls actually met and how they started living together. And um, like, if I didn't crack up, I was in here cackling after, like it was maybe one o'clock in the morning, I was in here cackling. And like, just the beauty of Betty White's, like her talent, like she was telling one of her St. Olaf jokes and you know how she could do it. She was very deadpan and just delivering it. And I love, I, I will always love how she could t- how she could tell a story and like the people around her, like B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan, they lost it. Like I could tell they had broken character. They lost it. And she was able to keep a straight face the entire time and keep doing what she was doing. I was like, how did she not lose it with them? Especially when, um, was it, uh, B. Arthur had some comeback and I can't remember what it was right now. Um, like, did they get fired from Candace or something? I don't know. You probably have seen the clip I'm talking about. Um, if you haven't, I'll send it to you. Um, but it just made me love her even more, love all of them even more. Like I grew up on Golden Girls. That was one of my original favorite GGs. I have a couple of GGs I love, but that was the original. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's just one. And there are a couple more things, uh, with the new year, you know, some, some networks will start showing old TV shows again. Um, had you guys seen Amen with Sherman Helmsley and Anna Marie Horsford? Um, it's about yeah. this deacon in a church. You know, and I've his, seen a you know, couple episodes years and years back. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, they started showing that again. And then also give me a break or give me, I'm sorry, give me, it's not give me, give me a break yeah. um, with what, uh, Nell Carter. Nell Carter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some of them, the mammy stuff threw me off a little bit, but it was the eighties. It was what we had to deal with, uh, but still like she carried it and it was amazing. And I didn't realize Rue McClanahan was at that too. Um, mm. She was like my girls, they were working hard in the eighties. And um, the last one I'll, I'll bring up is because I love this show so much. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this show every single week until everybody's <laughs> watching it. Um, Abbott Elementary was back with their first official, official episode <gasps> after, because, you know, they had their special premiere in December, mm-hmm. but now they're back with, you know, week to week episodes just mm-hmm. airing. And um, like they said that this episode, the second episode was um, even higher rated than the the premiere mm. like people I guess people were talking about it okay. about how much they were loving on it and like I love how real the show is but it's also funny and endearing as hell it's, mm-hmm. I, I, I love the show I told the girls at Pure Fandom I wanted to write about it so I'm going to be doing a recap for it even nice. though I don't have time I don't have time <laughs> but I'm going to find the time I'm good good that's great yeah yeah and I didn't realize that the um the writer creator of the show she's also the star yes Oh, wow. That's pretty That's cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you know, it's like black women, we do everything. So I love, it. <laughs> so. love to see it. I love like that. We're seeing so many ladies getting, uh, or so many people of color getting opportunities yeah. to tell stories and it's, uh, we're richer for it. I feel like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the other, the substitute teacher, you know, I love that he was, you know, a former, uh, walking dead star <laughs> wait a minute i'm gonna get his name because uh he's also everybody hates chris yes everybody hates chris mm. yeah yeah and i love that i have to switch over from norwegian every time i try to type something in who else said something like that <laughs> no did, did I you did. say the same thing last yeah. night i sent i sent you a message and and there in there was the word record or record mm-hmm. or whatever and mm-hmm. i was typing on the nor i had the norwegian keyboard and i was yeah. typing in english and so it would correct it it auto corrected mm. my words to norwegian yeah. <laughs> come on dear <laughs> um, tyler james williams it is always funny i'm not i don't i wasn't even i wasn't even um in duolingo recently you just automatically bring it up i'm not complaining <laughs> yeah 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 and have you um, done you, your lessons for today so you can get your double points for later this afternoon? I did. I, I got to remember. I, did. I, like, I, I, I just, fa- Well, ahead, I, so I started it early in the week. Mm-hmm. And so first place has close to 3,000 points. And I had fallen mm-hmm. to 27th place uh-huh. even this morning. And yeah. I made my way up to ninth place this morning good job yeah Yeah. so i feel safe but i'm still going to use though that double tonight before it ends yeah did you do some of those did you do some of those french audio lessons i didn't do the audio lessons but i did work in french just to make it easier yeah 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 Yeah. i'm trying to stay in the middle of the pack because i don't want to do the tournament again like i did the tournament i keep asking the tournament but yeah there's a tournament like the diamond tournament or whatever um, and like, like you, you had to win so many times in a row, then you get to the tournament mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then okay. we did the tournament level and I think that was three weeks of, okay, well the semifinals, the finals, Oh, you won. 
So now I'm back in, Hey, do you want to get back in the tournament? And I'm like, no, so I need to be between 10 and 21. Cause I don't want to get demoted from diamond, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing the tournament again. Cause that was hard work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, how, Kelly, you guys know how it feels like you, you're, you get really competitive. You don't even mean to try to be one, two, three. You're like, Oh, but now I'm beating you or you beat me. Let me go ahead and catch up and let me beat you some more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes too much time, but it's fun. And we learn. So yay. Fun. We do learn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day we'll be able to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I watched a lot of the shows, uh, trying to, um, do the, do my homework for the spirit awards. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I watched, um, black and missing I, i've so now i've watched like all the documentaries the the tv oh, cool. documentaries for spirit awards lady in the dale uh there was some interesting stuff in lady in the dale um mm-hmm. you can see the um the power of genetics for one thing nice. mm-hmm. Gen- well you can see it is nature and nurture because there are examples of both in that and you'll see when you watch it. <laughs> it's nature. It's nature. Top it off with nurture. <laughs> okay. And, and it, it expresses itself in different ways in yeah. the documentary. Okay. You'll see. Probably. I haven't you'll watched see. it yet. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm and- just in the uh, EO Wilson, rest his soul. Um, he just died. The last week of December. Yeah. Uh, camp where... It, you know, sociobiology and uh, lots of nature, lots of genetics mm-hmm. and nurture environment obviously has a huge impact, but yeah. we are first and foremost animals. Yeah. And he was not a racist or a eugenicist. Tangent. Our, yeah. <laughs> our, you started that one. I know. I sure <laughs> it's did. It's been a couple already, Kelly. It's okay. It's been a couple already. <laughs> and- Little squirrels. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and our our crazy shows came back. Um, <laughs> a few of them. Um, is it nine one one Lone Star? Uh, came back, and they started. It it would have been great if they had had like a two hour premiere and they could show both yeah. parts of that because, yeah, <laughs> it right? was a little bit nuts. Chicago Med like i can't wait to see when that person gets caught and the hammer comes down um mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah for a couple of them i guess i so yeah I, I've, I missed a lot of our crazy shows um mm-hmm. I, I told you guys i've been watching my turkish dramas so my turkish mm-hmm. dramas can take a lot of time and so i'll be like okay i'll watch one episode and then i'll go watch um you know nine nine one one and that didn't <laughs> happen i started at eight o'clock and i look up and it's morning and i'm like oops but we still don't she still hasn't said anything about the letter we knew about the letter 20 episodes ago and she knew about it too when is there when are they going to tell the guy about the truth from the letter oh my god (laughs) but i love it so much and they break up and they get together and they break up and they get back together oh my god (laughs) but i I love i love these they they're so good and they're so pretty everybody's beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah see i should be watching that instead of like the real life trashy 90 day fiance no. drama of it all. <laughs> no, like th- we, we do that. You watch that stuff so you can tell me about it and I'll watch this stuff and the cooking show. So, um, you know, I can tell you guys about it. Kelly, where are you going to watch, babe? 
What are you doing? She's not watching any of these. (laughs) She's just looking at us like we're deranged. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. It's our own version of our, it's ruined. I love that podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ruined. Yes. So if I ask you about a movie later, go ahead and ruin it for me. (laughs) Got you. I will ruin all of Dawson's Creek for you. If you don't intend to watch it. I don't. So um, who do they end up with? Oh my (laughs) God. How does it all end up at the end? Spoiler alert for however long that was ago. Um, uh, what's that name? Katie Holmes's character ends up with Joshua Jackson's character in the end. And um, story about my poor sportsmanship. So, of course, I always supported this couple. My best friend, Candace, she liked Dawson and Joey. So she didn't see the finale. This was way back in the day. The finale aired and I was, I was a bad person. As soon as it aired and finished and, and she made her decision, I called. I said, I was right. I knew it. She hated Joey. Yes. And I, I, Candace, I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible friend. Even though I didn't really ruin it for you, I, I prepared you for things to come. So love mm-hmm. you, girl. Mm-hmm. So she hadn't seen it yet. And so she just ended up not watching since it didn't turn out the way she wanted no, she was, she, no, she eventually saw it, but she was, she was living with us at that point in time. So I knew she didn't oh, see it, okay. but she was, she went okay. somewhere. And so when it happened, I called her because we okay. used to talk oh. on the phone when we would watch things sometimes before it hit okay. bed. And I just told her like, Hey, I was right. You were wrong. I told you my instincts. Oh, how funny. Don't not listen to me. But I <laughs> think about that now about what a horrible pe- person that makes me one, I ruined the ending for and two, I gloated horrible person but i was right you've made up for it over these years i'm sure yeah yeah i've been a much better friend i've been much more careful about about spoiling things for people who don't want them spoiled i I don't spoil anything my sisters get so mad at me like they'll want to know something and i'm like no watch it and they'll go look it up but i'll ruin things for you if you want yeah well that's the thing it's like (laughs) <laughs> okay and like uh remember wrecked when we watched wrecked yeah. and there was that episode yeah. where they they took a vote mm-hmm. of whether or not yeah. they wanted game of thrones spoiled yeah, oh, the entire speaking season. Of, that was such a good episode mm-hmm. speaking of like before a certain wedding happened my sister ruined it for me but she said you need to know about this because you're going to get emotional so i'm preparing for it and i'm glad she did oh, okay oh uh, really but that's not something yeah. i would have not wanted to know about Hmm. interesting and you know that was that was kind of fun too back then with all the the book readers who set up the the, uh cameras and (laughs) oh yes on their (laughs) people watching with people who hadn't read the books (laughs) Mm. oh and dexter uh new blood the finale aired today oh i haven't watched it yet oh my goodness i would have done that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it, and was so, it worthwhile that they came back? It was. It was good. They redeemed it was. themselves. Yeah, I'm I think so. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I need to watch the whole thing before Showtime goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to watch Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I've heard great things so about good. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by it. the way, the Golden Globes are announced tonight. At, oh, the winner uh, nine mm-hmm. Eastern. Yeah. So weird. Like, why are they even? Yeah, you know, Seems odd. And and this is a good segue that next week we're doing 
a preview of the soupies mm-hmm. and um, the most prestigious are, awards of all. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, more prestigious than the Golden Globes, apparently. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, another. We need to finalize the category. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've got another week to do that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. And, mm-hmm. and I added one and I'll, I'll preview it for you here. Uh, it's the Susan Monk Memorial award. It was fine. <laughs> that's great that's Perfect. the award <laughs> oh my goodness it was like fine that. oh lord <laughs> might give it to a biopic yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i won't but you know i might i don't know but <laughs> that's the award that's so. right so it's awards like that that are better than the golden globes yes they're very authentic (laughs) they are authentic exactly yes yes and my it was fine might be uh kelly's you know number one of the year Mm -hmm. because it's a biopic right (laughs) yeah i don't know what my number one of the year is going to be i mean obviously that's why we have the spreadsheet right yeah Yeah. it's all very scientific (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so i I have a question for you guys yeah so um we know we lost Sidney poitier um what what's your favorite film by him or your favorite project from him sorry to ask this out of the blue i had time to write a list well the first movie i saw of his was uh lilies of the field and Mm -hmm. just loved it like my dad really recommended it yeah, I adored it. And I've certainly loved things since then. But I guess that one sticks with me since it was the first. I don't oh, remember I details don't... of it. I remember the nuns. Oh, no. I remember yeah. some song out in the field. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it in decades, but I, I just remember adoring it and being really moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember reading that book in grade um mm. and like I, I knew that there was a movie too but there are other films that i've seen and loved him in um so it, yeah uh susan um I, I have to say either in the heat of the night or guess who's coming to dinner okay so, is in the heat of the night a hard watch i love the show but i've never seen the movie yeah. and i watched the trailer and, and i was like oh okay you know, and that's why it's because it went on to be a show, even though, you know, he's not in the show, but, um, yeah. you know, but I, yeah, I really liked um, the show. And so, you know, went back and watched yeah. the, the film. Okay. So. All right. So I'll go back. Cause I, w- I was looking, you know, guys, I love the rent by things. So I was trying to see what was available. Cause I'm going to go ahead and watch a lot of his stuff. And um, I also mm-hmm. rented some things. Um, I watched a trailer for little Nikita um, with him and River Phoenix. I've never seen that before. Um, so it, it oh, reminded yeah. me of the Americans a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I rented that one and I'll, I'll watch it like this week. I'll let you guys know, um, if, you know, when I watch it, if you want to you know, log in, cause cool. it's, it's there. Um, I can't remember seeing who, guess who's coming to dinner before. Mm. Um, 
So I'll check that out too. Uh, but my favorites, uh, top favorite is always going to be A Raisin in the Sun. Uh, one, mm. I love that place so much. And um, like he was awesome as Walter Lee. Um, and then you're going to laugh, but my other favorite is also uh, Shoot to Kill with him and Tom Berenger and Chrissy Alley. <gasps> he plays, I think, an FBI agent. And like oh, Chrissy Alley is like a guide in the woods or something. And I just, I had so much fun with that movie when I was younger. Actually, like I was looking for it streaming like maybe sometime last year or the year before. I couldn't find it. So of course I bought the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was, he was always a favorite. So like we're, yeah. we're in that period where we're losing a lot of our you know, legends, like a life well-led. Yeah. Mm. Today we are discussing the Rashomon effect and yes, <laughs> it's named for the uh, 1950 Akira Kurosawa film Rashomon. And in that, we see a story from multiple points of view. And, you know, we have to figure out what's right. And that's mm-hmm. like the, the Rashomon effect. And so a lot of movies have used that method of storytelling. But, you know, Rashomon was the classic. And in that, we see that, you know, our memory is based on uh, well, we're the we're the hero of our own story. So if we're telling the story, then it's like you're not going to say, "Oh, I tripped and fell." You're going to say, "Oh, he pushed this thing out in front of me," and yeah, it's like, "Oh, it wasn't my fault," <laughs> you know. So you know, you, uh, so it's and then this person over here who saw you fall is going to say, "Oh, yeah, there was a a crack in the." road or whatever in the sidewalk that didn't see and tripped and fell <laughs> so, no somebody must have done something to me <laughs> to mm-hmm. make me fall <laughs> mm-hmm. so. see I don't want to get caught a lie and I it's not that I never fib you know I definitely do but if it were something big I would rather point out that I'm the dummy then have someone else pointed out. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's not that my story is going to be the, the truth because memory is faulty. And as the years go by, our story is different every time, mm-hmm. unless you have a true photographic memory. So I know that what I remember now about the past, especially the, the nearer past, because yeah, we're all of an age that so not you as much court since you're a little bit younger than we are, but um, it gets, it gets, <laughs> no, but it no. gets worse as you get older that our childhood memories are more locked than yeah. our newer memories. Mm-hmm. So, but, but whatever. So like our memories are getting fuzzier and fuzzier are ch- mm-hmm. more changeable as we get older. And yeah. so we're like, I am positive that this happened this way. Yeah. And, and just like in the movie, if we share the memory with someone else who was there, they're going to have a different perspective, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, no, we, we, all, this way. we all have siblings. And so I'm sure if we describe like a certain memorable event in the family, our sibling will have a different version of events from that day. 
Mm-hmm. My ex-husband and I have slightly different views of, of the, the minute or the moment that we met mm-hmm. and uh, different from, and, and even beyond our own perspectives of the meeting, you know, of course he would have the view from his eyes and I would have the view from my eyes, but the external view of, okay, he approached here and this was happening with the girls on the swings and she approached this way or she was already there, blah, blah, blah. We both have different tellings of exactly what was happening. And then we had this phone call a week later, or just days later. And when we brought up one of my two favorite poets, Charles Baudelaire, and he doesn't believe that it was there on that phone call. He thought it was in person when we first met. I'm like, no, I am 100% sure it was on the phone. And that's because I was walking around in my room. He mentioned he was reading Les Fleurs du Mal. And I stopped because I have all of Baudelaire's poems in several books. And I had mm-hmm. it on my bookcase in my apartment. And I stopped and I like put my hand on the books and I waited while he was still talking. I'm like, Oh my God, not only has he heard of Baudelaire, but he's reading it and he brought it up. Wow. So love match. Yeah. Yeah. Way back. Way back. Worked for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yes. 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 But he thinks that we, that, that he brought it up in person. And I'm 100% sure, but am I? And he's 100% sure. So he's not, he admits okay. he's not 100% sure. Okay. So we need the DeLorean. That's the only yeah. way we're going to know for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, there was, you know, that black mirror episode where people had the, uh, the rec- recorder. Oh, and, yes. You yeah. Know, the contact lenses or whatever it was mm-hmm. that they could. Yeah, could go back and check the video, and the same with today. You know, people's Mm -hmm. perception of things, and you know, it's pretty likely we do have the video, (laughs) the dash cam or security cam, or somebody seeing what's going on and starts recording on their phone. So, but in in the movie in Rashomon, no, didn't have that because it set in what twelfth century. Japan. Was it eight? Twelve? Mm-hmm. I, I think twelve. Yeah. Well, the iPhone didn't come out till the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know J- Japan is advanced technologically. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Till 13th century. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And so we heard the stories of four different characters, but they were told by I think two different characters. So, because it was uh, what the priest was telling the story of the woman and her husband. But of course, mm-hmm. since the husband had, he, he was the murder victim or he's the day was one. dead. He was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All so we know we is that really he's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that is, that is a fact. <laughs> he is dead. Yeah. She was his wife. And there was a bandit involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stopped them on the road. And mm-hmm. so, and the bandit either raped her or seduced her. Mm-hmm. And 
the husband either died at the hands of the bandit or the wife, or, you know, we don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and you guys can tell me of what your, your interpretation. And then at the end, there's a baby. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought I missed something. That's why I was like, wait a minute. I need to go look some stuff up because what did she mm-hmm. get pregnant and then have a baby? What? What? Right. Is Was the baby related to all of this or? I feel like it was random a random baby. baby and it allowed that the man who said, I'll take it home because I already have six kids. One more won't make mm-hmm. a difference. I think it allowed him that redemption. And it seems like the one truth other than that the husband is dead was that he stole the sword that belonged to the husband. Mm-hmm. And, and did I miss, he did something else at the site. So he was a witness and he may have known some kind of truth because that other, the priest was telling him, you're a terrible man. And so then the baby, his adopting the baby or taking the baby home allowed him that redemption. Yeah. I, I agree. Because that he like lied. Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Because he lied before wasn't one of the excuse me one of the stories was from that his point of view he was walking Mm -hmm. around in the forest while this was going on and right so and and what he told was a lie and I don't remember what tale he told but whatever it was he was lying and the priest figured it out because of the versions of the story that he had heard Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really like take an element from this one, an element from that one and the other one and this one. And yeah. so it's, it's what juries do, <clears throat> you know, you, you have somebody on the, you know, on, on the stand saying, oh, it was self-defense. Another one saying, oh, it was murder. So. Yeah. And really then it comes down to who do you believe? I mean, who, um, whom do you believe? And who seems the most credible? And, and then it's almost an acting job. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're super nervous, you're not going to come across as very credible. Right. And maybe you're nervous just because of the circumstances, but you are telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And sociopaths, narcissists come across as very confident. And so they may come across as credible, even though they are masters yeah. of lying. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, I, I don't like talking in front of groups, public speaking. And, you know, so I'm not going to look credible if I'm on a, on a stand in, mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, super nervous about talking in front of all of these people mm-hmm. and yeah. telling them whatever story this is about <laughs> what happened mm-hmm. that day you know? And then if you, you know, if it's about someone who is your loved one or close friend as the victim, and you're not showing enough emotion, then you don't come across as credible or caring or whatever. But what if you just happen to be stoic in public, you know, in front of people? What if you're not used to showing emotion in front of strangers? Mm -hmm. But then you have to get over that and you just have to make yourself, again, acting job, right? make yourself show emotion without seeming fake. So you guys weren't completely won over by um, the dead man tale? 
via the medium? I don't know. It, at first, it felt sort of like I wanted to buy it because yeah. shouldn't the dead person really know? But it was being told through a medium. Yeah. Even though we were hearing his voice, if we'd been hearing her voice, I likely would have just thrown it out. Yeah. Hearing his voice made me really want to believe it. But the whole point of the movie was that there were all of these different perspectives. Yeah. And so I figured we weren't supposed to automatically buy his either. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I was kind of joking. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was, I'm with you. Cause like, like, like you said, we have all these different perspectives and no one single, no one single person's perspective is going to be 100% true. Mm-hmm. You'll find elements of the truth in everything. Um, and mm-hmm. then of course you have to account for the biases of those listening. Cause like watching it, there's a rape involved. So like, I'm inclined to listen and be like, Oh shit, she was raped. She was definitely mm-hmm. raped. Like I'm listening to her story. What? Because we got the bandit first, and of course the bandit. Mm-hmm. I discounted him entirely because he was cackling yes. the whole time, and yeah. like just no. But hers, I was like, okay, I can pay attention. Like I think you're telling the truth. But then we got mm-hmm. like um the the dead man's tale, the husband's tale, um, and then the fourth part of it. And so like the elements of all of it, like you know, yeah. So, but I did enjoy. But like I said, when I was finished especially when they brought up the part with like the baby and I'm like, where, where did the baby come from? Like, what is this involved? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Um, and I had to go back and read a little bit more. And I think it said that like in the actual book that this was based on, like Rashomon, the movie does not fully, um, it's not a full translation from like that short story. Um, I think the that's more so about like the stolen kimono that we saw at it the was- end in thievery. Mm-hmm. The, the movie was a combination of two short stories. Okay. So that's why that gotcha. may not have okay. fit together. And it, and I also, I watched like a film professor talk about it for Did 10 I, minutes. Yeah. And idea. he said that, yeah, the, the thing with the baby that, that was that man's redemption. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, they also talked about like the priest, like his, his faith in people, his faith in humanity was shaken because of all the lies that were born around. Um, but like you said, everything was redeemed um, with the guy not making the sex. I wouldn't call it sex, right? But him taking in the baby, mm-hmm. um, like his faith in humanity was redeemed. And then there, I, I guess um, like yeah. the clouds parted, like literally the clouds parted and the sun started shining again. But you know, what would be interesting. It's like, you know, he did say, well, I got six. What's one more. I want to see yeah. his wife when he gets home with that baby. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's yeah. one more? Yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That um, one then, more can definitely make a difference. Especially <laughs> yeah. from with, her perspective. Yeah. Depending on how old they are. And it's like, uh, yes. maybe she already and, has and, one infant. Now she's got two. Right. right. And like <laughs> you brought home an infant, sir, a helpless, helpless infant, and you're not going to do anything to help. Yeah. So I mean, Mr. Mom, if the kid were like six years old, then the, yeah, the kid could help around the house with some chores and things, but yeah, time suck. (laughs) Yeah. Time and resource. (laughs) They're They're so cute. cute. (laughs) And it's going to need to breastfeed. Is she really down to doing that? She's already doing it with one. Yeah. She's never going to get to rest. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but uh, again, there's the sacrifice. 
that was made. It, it wasn't his sacrifice. It was her. Right. Right. <laughs> it, he's, he's redeemed for volunteering to take it home, but yeah, he's sacrificing his wife. Yeah. So <sighs> again, that goes back to the, <laughs> the idea that all men are motivated by self-interest. there you go yeah oh man another movie that we watched that can be like an introduction to the rashomon effect for for your for your kids is Mm -hmm. hoodwinked (laughs) and i thought that did a really good job yes it does you know i was i was surprised when i saw that on the on the list when i was researching that i'm like sure okay Let's mm-hmm. check it out. Yeah, and then had trouble finding it. And then thank God, goodness, uh, it's on YouTube. So yeah, yeah. random user decided to put it on YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> because <laughs> And has it been taken down? No, because it's not available anywhere because of the various production and studio issues. And there was another oh. video about that. And it, you know, was with the Weinstein company or Weinstein. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's part of the um, part of the problem with finding a place for it now or having it available now. And um, apparently when they came in with the funding and everything and wanting to distribute it, and um, they brought in all those big name stars for the voiceovers that mm-hmm. had already been done by other people. And some of them famous, but maybe not famous enough for, <laughs> for their taste. Wow. Yeah, there was a lot, <laughs> uh, a lot of changes. This movie, it's based on uh, fairy tales and you have Little Red Riding Hood. You've, you see the three little pigs in there. You've got everybody in there. <laughs> and so, uh, so that was kind of fun. So it's like, tales that you're familiar with already so you already have some assumptions on who's the bad guy right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they each tell their story and it's completely different it's not what you thought happened but it was that was was really cute yeah i saw it years ago um Mm -hmm. i mean it came out the year before my son was born so i must have seen it with my girls I remember seeing it in the movie theater and like, like you said, Kelly, I haven't seen it in years, but like as soon as the person who um, was the true bad guy popped up, I was like, wait a minute, I think you're the evil one. And then of course, <laughs> you know, as it progressed, you're like, look at that little evil expression. I know you're the one trying to be sweet, mm. but no, you're evil. I know you are. And then of course I had, it, it was, it was true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten that just yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 17 so years old now. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. yes, yeah, and it it holds up like yes. this. This was like the Rushman effect, perfectly executed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like you said, at, during the story being told, there are certain things that are said that were said, but not with with the inflection that you think it was said. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about at one point, the big bad wolf said, um, "I'm going to get you and your granny." And you have no, you know, you're thinking, oh, it's a big wolf. He wants to eat them. Of course, yeah. he wants to eat them. But then you can see his side of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. When we find out who, a, a little bit more about his background, then mm-hmm. we're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and who plays, was that Patrick Warburton? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And the, um, how, how granny got tied up in the closet. I love, I love granny's background too. And her Mm -hmm. secret life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. And we also have uh, matrix references in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the fight at the end uh near the end uh between the bad guy and another character so we yeah. you know some things directly out of the matrix like the, the little you know right. okay come on <laughs> fight yeah. and then you know bullet time of course yeah yeah <laughs> and i like the music from this uh film too mm-hmm. the uh, benfold song red is blue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was my oh, that favorite. Was perfect. Mm-hmm. That was so perfect, especially yeah. with how it was paired with the rest of the animation. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this copy that this person has on uh, YouTube, it's great quality. So yeah, mm-hmm. it is. You know. Oh God, yeah, that, it was it was a really good copy. Yeah, they didn't film it like from on the you know they weren't using their phone, holding mm-hmm. it up, shooting it on their right. TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so at right. least it didn't look like it. So right. And I can't remember if I saw the sequel or not. Um, was it Hood, Hoodwink Two, um, Hood versus Evil? Oh yeah. You know, Little Red Hood. Um, but I, yeah. I can't remember if I saw it or not. Like I don't remember it. So it maybe I don't think it. I did. I don't know. But yeah, well, from what I from what I saw in the research, the the second one was just terrible. Okay. I don't even think they had the same voice actors involved. No. 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 Yeah. Saying, yeah, no. Oh, it's on Tubi, though, if you guys want to go see it. That yeah, one's okay. on Tubi. Well, not you, but like the people. Like, I know we're not. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, we've got plenty of other things to watch. I'm sure yeah. listeners do too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like I'm, everything we're telling them to watch. Right. And I still keep <laughs> updating the, uh, the spreadsheet of where the nominated films are available oh yeah yeah still working on that (laughs) it's oh um things change every week (laughs) yeah tammy faye is now on hbo yes oh Mm -hmm. oh Mm -hmm. great yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that i've really been wanting to see okay good that may be my next thing also on hbo max season five of search party it just came on friday Mm -hmm. and i finished watching it this morning (laughs) Nice. I haven't seen it yet, but non well, I guess non-spoiler. Hopefully, um, they said that this was a better execution um, than what Don't Look Up was doing. Like, I haven't watched it yet, so oh. I don't know if that is on point. Season, kind of, yeah. So, as of last week, Don't Look Up was the third most watched film on Netflix ever quickly uh approaching number two bird box and they were mm-hmm. anticipating that it would and may overtake number one red notice in spite okay, of the mixed i know oh, that crazy in I spite uh, and i haven't seen either bird box or red notice you haven't so seen in bird spite box? of no i heard so the much about it good. that i'm like oh right. yeah the sequel book was good oh okay so, you know, critics being kind of mixed, but mm-hmm. p- people were flocking to flocking, you know, to, to watch it. I know. Sorry. Yeah. To watch it. <laughs> to watch. Don't oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is so funny. Oh, and I know I already texted y'all about this a few times, but let's just make sure listeners know. So on New Year's Day, I had friends in, I wasn't here, I had friends in Pittsburgh posting on Facebook about a supposed earthquake that happened in Pittsburgh. And, and like we had one 10 years ago, it wasn't right in Pittsburgh. It was right outside. It was like a 5.2 somewhere, 5.4, somewhere close enough that we felt it in Pittsburgh and I felt it. So uh, they felt vibrations and people heard a boom and they were calling into the police and newsrooms. It's like, what was that? Is it an earthquake? Everyone assumed it was an earthquake and nothing was picked up by the uh, seismographs or anything. And so it's like, you know, what could this have been? And NASA meteor watch confirmed that it was a meteor that broke up in the atmosphere right above Pittsburgh. It was mm-hmm. about the size of, they're estimating it was about the size of a refrigerator traveling at about 45,000 miles an hour. And it was cloudy that day in Pittsburgh. Mm, it was thank at 11, God. 20, no, it would have been amazing. 1125 in the morning. And <laughs> if it had not been cloudy, people would have seen it just like in Don't yeah. Look Up. And it would have been 10 times as bright as a full moon. And Kelly, I said, thank God, because don't look up with all anybody was talking about last weekend. So that would have been on everybody's mind. Like, yes, it would have been amazing. <laughs> and I saw this tweet that someone wrote, don't look up's marketing people have really gone overboard. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh. Yeah. Okay. That was the tangent. (laughs) tangent. Yes. Now going back to our, our subject of the Rashomon effect, uh, court, you found an episode of Dawson's Creek that I did. Yeah. I did. Um, and I I always, I I knew it was Rashomon because I remember like it being talked about when it first came back out in the nineties. Um, so this was in season three. It's, uh, the longest day episode three twenty. Um, it's one of my favorite two seasons because that's when the pacing Joey Seth started. Favorite, favorite, one of my fa- all time favorite couples. Yeah. How many total um, seasons this, are there? Uh, I believe there are six, but like in this particular episode, you get three, well, you get four different versions of think four different versions of the story. Um, you get the lead character Dawson, who has a cry face that you've seen, even though you've never seen the, the show, like you've seen the Dawson cry face. And it happens in a couple episodes after this one um, where, um, you know, he's the main guy and he loved um, like Joey at one point in time. And like they're three best friends mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they tried to get together. It didn't work out. He and Joey stayed friends. So you also have Joey and Pacey. Pacey's like the, you know, the trickster one or whatever. Like he's not supposed to be the main guy, but he's like the bad boy. The- he's a bad voice of course okay he, we renamed the show Pacey's Pond like if you know you know <laughs> we call it Pacey's Pond um so eventually while Dawson's off doing his thing being a you know him himself that many people hated um you know Pacey and Joey were getting closer so in the longest day they have already had their first kiss they've been sneaking around and they're trying to figure out 
how they're going to tell Dawson, how they're going to break it to him without ruining all their friendship or whatever. Um, I don't care that I'm ruining this because again, Susan's not going to watch it anyway. Uh, <laughs> so Pacey is the male best friend of, of Dawson. We could see his perspective first. And um, like, he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it later today. It, it's going to be fine. And so we see him go to Dawson's house later. Um, and then Joey, she, she runs around before he can get to the front door and she stops him. And he's like, you never had any intention of telling him this, did you? Um, and before they can continue the conversation they're having, Dawson's in the doorway. And then it cuts to the you know next story. So we don't, all we saw was him in the doorway and like them having their argument. The second viewpoint is hers. Um, and he, is it Joey? So the second viewpoint is hers. So like she's going back and forth. She's feeling guilty. And like he, you don't know it, but he's laying this huge guilt trip on her throughout the episode. But he, he knows. You find out in his section and third part that he knows, but he's laying this whole guilt trip on her throughout. And she, again, she goes to pace. She's like, it's not time. I got to tell him. I got to be the one to tell him or else it's all going to be ruined. So in the third segment, whiny bitch Dawson has found out because one of their other friends she knew and she thought that he was coming to her house you know to, to kind of grieve and be upset and be there for him and she let it slip accidentally so he goes and he confronts both of them like that night like when he was standing in the doorway and the whole bitch made whatever so the fourth version is um Pacey's ex-girlfriend who like she was just like a fourth party who was involved who witnessed some of the things going on throughout the day so this episode was epic in so many different ways and I love that they used like this effect mm -hmm. to tell this story it was just it made it even more entertaining than it would have been told straightforward told straightforward we've seen this story yeah. before like we've seen this execute not execution like but we, we you know we've seen the fallout before but like the way they decided to tell it it was really cool yeah mm -hmm. and yeah. for for me coming in and not having seen the show before at all it was like yeah. for, for some oh, of it it was it? a little yeah I did, did you watch it? A little confusing so this okay so Pacey's ex was she also Dawson's sister no she was just an ex okay because but they're all like friends. she went in the house or so I thought they're all friends okay I, that's why I thought she was his sister okay are you talking about the other blonde because there's another blonde Michelle Williams like that was an ex-girlfriend that they're all friends. They have all either dated each other or hung okay. out with each other or they're friends. This is what um, happens when you one, jump into the end of season three, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, the one who, <laughs> the one who came up while they were having that whole argument, she told him like, why did you do this? Pacey? You know, she's never going to choose you. Like that's his, that was yeah his with the, the, with the straight blonde hair. Yeah. 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 Like she's standing there with a whole new guy and like, she's upset. Yeah. It's like, what did she have to do with this? Um, Nothing. Yeah. That's why I thought she was like the sister. So. <laughs> oh no. Okay. No. And maybe she was trying to be there for him in that moment. Um, mm -hmm. You know, think because really, like you would think, if Dawson wasn't Dawson and Casey wasn't Casey, <laughs> maybe she would have chosen Dawson at the end of the day. But like I told you before, I spoiled it for my best friend. She ultimately chooses Casey anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But it was it was cool to see, you know, baby Michelle Williams and yeah. uh, <laughs> um, Katie Holmes and then oh, yeah. and then uh, Dawson. Isn't he like the dad on um, Mixed Dish or is that a different? No, no. Oh, no. That's Zach Morris, babe. <laughs> um, 
Is it Dawson? Name. He was just in Dr. Death. I don't know if it's Dawson. No, that was, Joshua. that was Joshua. Okay. That was Joshua. Yeah, Josh. I don't know who played who, but yeah, Joshua <laughs> was just in Dr. Yeah. Death. No, James Vanderbeek. Like, it took me a long yeah, time. Yeah, he is, to, the, to he is the dad on that show on Mixed Dish. No, it's, it's, yes. it's Zach Morris. It is. Let me look up his actual name. Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, these three names, guys. Yeah. I know. I know. But no, James Vanderbeek, like for so long, he was Dawson to me and I resented him because Dawson was annoying. You, you have you, did you ever see how I met your mother? Yeah. Or, you, okay. So you guys know there are sometimes shows where the main person who is supposed to be centered on is the most annoying asshole in the entire <laughs> world. And like the people around him are actually why you watch the show. And like I said, we renamed the show Casey's Pond, but also it could have been Josephine's Pond as well, Joey's Pond, uh, because like the people around him were way more interesting. But seeing James Vanderbeek like do things later, he's been doing so many other things. Yeah. The dude can act his ass off and he's funny. Like, I, I feel like the first thing I saw him in post Dawson's Creek was um, like something about the bitch in apartment 23. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, Don't what trust you remember the that? Yeah. I love yeah, that show that'd be, with Kristen Ritter. That'd be a yes. good title. Something about the bitch in apartment, whatever you said. Yeah. yeah. But like, apartment. I enjoyed him in that and mm-hmm. everything else I've seen him in after that. Like, he, he's a really funny dude. And was, so. He was playing himself in that, right? Or was he? Because, yeah. Anyway, so long. I know it's probably on Hulu or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, that was, and that was the show she did before Breaking Bad. Yeah, it, it's on Hulu, and he played himself. You, yeah. Your memory did not um, you okay. know, stir okay. you wrong. Right. Aren't Aaron Paul and Kristen Ritter about to be in something else together? I think I saw an ad. Not a trailer, but like a uh, just a, a static ad for something. No, I haven't seen it. Um, okay. I'll look oh. I think there's something. Yeah. No, but going back to Dawson's Creek, if you just want to watch a little bit more, like I said, the whole thing, the best part is are their art. Um, of course they break up like before college and you know live their adult lives for a whole season before they make their way back together like in the last season but whenever I do a rewatch I don't watch the first season second season like I'll maybe watch episodes that center around their stuff but like season three and four are the episodes like those are what I watch those are like um, where they're adults yeah no no that's them in high school but like that's Okay. Yeah. Where they're central. Okay. They're adults in like season five and season six. So college is season five. Adulthood is season six for sure. And okay. like there's this one episode, I think, in season six where those two get locked in a mall or like a Kmart or something overnight. And it's the funniest episode. So like my ship is coming back. I see it. I see it. Okay. Okay. And, w- and one more question about the show. Um, who was the kid? Oh, was that uh, Lipnicki? um Casey got in trouble for something at school I think um like Joey was a painter was an artist and um like her her artwork got um like uh vandalized by another student and so he beat the other guy up like he got mad 
Okay. Let me see how the guy out. So a part of his penance was having ha- having to be a big brother um, type. Oh, okay. And it was that was Lipnicky. I can't remember his first name right now. I think John. From so that, that McGuire. John. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that that was really cute. I think mm-hmm. we did that for at least a couple more episodes because um, that was towards the end of the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I I definitely recognized the kid, and I'm like, okay, so who's yeah. this? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. No, he was just a big brother. All right. You know, big he brother, big sister. Kind of put, jumped in on that that story arc and went yeah. away. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> so, thank you for watching. You're welcome. It was a good <laughs> suggestion. It was good. It was good. Um, another. Uh, another movie that was on the list under Rashomon effect, but you know, didn't really I didn't fit. get how this was. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I liked think, the movie, but yeah, it was ghost dog from 1999 ghost dog, the way mm-hmm. of a samurai. And I think it was on that list because of the book, you know, she was reading mm-hmm. the He's... Rashomon book and then yeah. that book got passed around. And, you know, he's living by the samurai code and mm-hmm. all of that. And so I think, you know, by its, you know, a, a, it's a J- Japan adjacent and mm-hmm. Rashomon yeah. adjacent. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But we never heard any two stories, much no. less three or four. No. no. Yeah. No, the, the closest we came to it was... Um, First, Louis telling the story about how they met and then seeing it again later. So I was like, oh, okay, this is how it's going to come in. And we're mm-hmm. going to get a different perspective. But no, it, it was the same thing. So like yeah. you guys said, mm-hmm. I, it was definitely the book that just kept passing yeah. down. Yeah. And then they actually yeah. mentioned details from the book. I was like, yay, okay, cool. It's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, the, in that flashback of how they met, mm-hmm. that yeah. was Forrest Whitaker's son. <gasps> nice. That is That's so great. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can, can we talk about his hair how initially when i was looking at it i was like no not a tyler perry wig but no that it looked like his hair it, it, it they did a good job with it i was very proud so yay oh, 90 it's rare yeah it's rare that they <laughs> do yeah. that. so good yeah yeah and then i was thinking about maybe 10 years later he was on and he was on a season of the shield and you know mm-hmm. You know, he's just great. I love Forrest Whitaker. Oh God, the best. So, anyway, um, can I bring up another thing I watched mm-hmm. that I thought might be Rashomon? Because um, I couldn't remember. I couldn't trust my memory again. Thing. <laughs> I was like, it's Clue Rashomon. Do we get different perspectives? Because oh, yeah. I remembered at oh, the end yeah. we get like, but it wasn't it really absolutely... like was Wordsworth Wordsworth Wordsworth. He told like, oh no, this happened, and this person probably did it, but they were guessing who done it. We never got to hear it from another person's perspective. So I was like, boo! But I got to watch the movie again, so yay! <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but watching it, I can never remember what the true ending was until I'm watching it. Like, do you well, guys remember? There is it? no true ending because there were like what three different endings that they had in well, different I- theaters and. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. They had different yeah, endings I, I for different theaters. Yeah. I didn't see it in the theater. Anytime I watch it, it's always like on like a video or, or streaming or something. And they'll say, okay. okay, well, this is how it happened. Actually, no, this is how it happened. No, no, for really, 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 this is how it happened. So. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. Now in the in the streaming, well, I guess that's how they do handle it in the streaming version is saying, well, no, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. Yeah, because you get the title card. You get the not title card, but you know the transition intermission card Mm -hmm. in that style. I love that movie so much. Yeah. I almost watched Knives Out, but I didn't I ran out of time. Oh like that's a straight up who done it, even though like did we get a different perspective on that? I I think we did. I think different people told their stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I should have watched it then. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And what we've got knives out too coming this year, Mm -hmm. I think. We do. And there's this um like what's the something about the Nile? Um like it's a a boat. Yes, that's coming out. And initially I had no interest in it, but I saw the trailer and I was like, I want to see this. It it looked and it's Kenneth Branagh. So I do yeah, like his work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to go see it. I was going to take a break from the movie theater, but I think I'm going to try at least Scream. Because again, I had no interest in seeing Scream, but I'm hearing good things about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me go find an empty movie theater. Actually, let me see <laughs> if it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of empty. I told mm-hmm. you guys I canceled my last ticket because yeah. I just got sick of moving around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, what's going on now? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just wait until... You know, take a month off of. Um, wait, your, all right, I'll cancel the theater. Ticket. Yeah, just wait. Because I, I had canceled it. Like I bought a ticket for, was it not yet? Yeah, I did buy a ticket for yesterday for something else, but I was like, I'm not going. So I'm going to cancel mm-hmm. it right now because mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. Like I'll see it when I'm actually. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's coming out streaming way more faster. And I don't mind paying the money to rent that stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and okay, on, I did even, it. even Sundance changed to all online. So. Yeah, oh, it did, didn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I, I I didn't get my ticket yet. I was gonna get it this weekend, and like uh, they, they I took still don't have site. it either. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess they're preparing. See, I got mine the getting first ready day. The <laughs> you were very smart. You were very and smart. But I was like, planning to do it online anyway. I, yeah, I'm not traveling yeah. to Colorado, but oh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, no. But hopefully what they're working on right now is going to make the site like better. I yes. felt like, um, which one did we try? Becca had a better way of navigating it. Yes. Is that? Yeah. I thought so so hopefully too. they're going to yeah. learn from the things they messed up, not messed up. Cause I, I enjoyed Sundance last year, the way we did mm. it. Yeah. It was just, it wasn't a uh, errorless. Yeah. It was their, their first time and <laughs> their first time doing it that way. And, there yeah. was there was a lot to put together in a short amount of time so yeah yeah there were there were a lot of problems but there were yeah you know a lot of good things but yeah we would have thought they had the system together for this year but i don't i don't know maybe that's why the price was so much higher this year i mean because of all they the were really app development and yeah stuff or they, they, they were really really pushing for in person and like if even if it was all in person i wouldn't be able to go because i have things i'm doing and i can't afford like what it actually costs right you know? i mean not with the other things that i want to do in life like no yeah. way <laughs> so my, my movie budget is gonna go down but thank you susan i, I was able to get a couple of things that i really like <laughs> okay <so>. good <laughs> Good. Any anything more about Rashomon Effect? Any other movies or shows or anything that would be that would fall in that I was, category? I was trying to think if there was ever an episode of The Leftovers that 
had anything and I'm drawing a blank. I well, not yeah, the, the first two episodes of season two. Well, true. Because but we, we, those aren't different stories, really. No, it's the same story, but they're just from one, it's from the just perspective. different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Right. and that's exactly. True. Yeah. yeah, true. They're different perspectives, but they are the same story. We don't really see different. Oh, I mean, we see different things. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, when I looked at Rashomon, in fact, it did talk about different perspectives. Otherwise, like that Dawson's Creek thing wouldn't fit in because like we only get certain pieces uh from people's perspective like yeah so yeah right so you know in the first two episodes of season two of the leftovers they all agree or the two episodes agree when john invited them to the barbecue that they went to the barbecue, that Evie had the seizure, when she had the seizure. Mm -hmm. So nothing changes in those two episodes, at least not that we noticed and never talked about. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to have to watch more closely. No, (laughs) I think side by side, one on the phone, one on the iPad. No, No, but you, but you're right. I mean, it's the the exact same things happened, but we just saw. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, this is what happened to the, right. Murphy's and the, um, I got one family. Yeah. I got one, even though one of the people is an unreliable narrator. Have you guys watched Zola yet? It's on the list for um, nominations. You did like, yeah. Remember it made me angry. (laughs) So, but yeah, just the, well, especially towards the end and then, you know, the actor's real story and then what was happening on screen and yeah. Yeah. Got you. I got you. Yeah. But that does kind of fit a little bit. We get different perspectives a little bit. Most of it is from Zola's point of view. We get a little bit from, um, I forgot the blonde chick's name and also from uh, her boyfriend. So I kind of wish we had gotten that fourth perspective, maybe from, um, what's his name's wife? That would have been. (laughs) <laughs> um i can't remember his name right now he's in everything oh, like fear the it. walking dead coleman you know what coleman, I'm talking about. coleman yeah yeah mm-hmm. my man is in everything like he's he is. working i yeah. love it good for him <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so what about euphoria Did we get different perspectives in that? And, yeah and, um, and then julie and, is it julie no is that's it? not her name Zendaya's Jules. Jules. No, I was Jules. Yeah. Yeah. Jules. Yeah, 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 Jules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jules and Rue. Yeah, sorry, Rue. And yeah. a new season of that is coming soon, also. Yeah. 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 Today. Today? Really? Today? Okay. Yep, today. Yeah. January oh. 9th. But yeah, you guys uh watch the the watch the current season, the current new and final season of Search Party. Also, Lois and Superman return this week or have returned. I'm excited. I, re- I rewatched the first season. Like that's also what I was doing last week. Um, besides my, my Turkish dramas. It's like, oh my god, where do you find the time to rewatch all this stuff? Like, it was only thirteen episodes, fourteen episodes, and they flow right into each other. Love it. And for next week, compile your your top five, top ten, whatever best of 2021 lists of all kinds. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Yeah. 
films and shows from 2021. Okay, so maybe not the best outfit you wore or the best no, not, not meal oh, you well, made no. or the best but no. music. But, no. but if but. they're movies and TV shows, they have to have come out in 2021. Uh, definitely. I not just stuff that you watched, but that came out in 2021. But, well, Good that idea. would fall under honorable mention if it's something that came out before then and you just sure. watched it for the first time. Anyway, sure. yeah, we have weird rules. Yeah. And we're no, sticking by perfect. them. <laughs> well, I mean, there have to be some kind of limits. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll Otherwise. come in with a bunch of stuff from the 60s. <laughs> there was this tv show in the 1940s and i just watched it for the first time so therefore it's Mm -hmm. new (laughs) you gotta see it spoiler favorite actor or actress who died in 2012 (laughs) we can we can do but and sydney potier wouldn't be in that because he died in 2022 (laughs) there will be plenty promise yes and we there will be blood. <laughs> yep. Sorry, we're going to fight it out to the death um, when we when we do the actual, you know, soupies, <laughs> the award presentations. <laughs> we're going to have something like bullet time, but you know, but better, geekier. <laughs> so we'll do that. So. Uh, we're geekgirlsoup at gmail.com for your your top list of 2021. So until next time, everybody, geek on. <laughs>